You're planning. Okay. I wonder if I have to also hit record. I don't think so. I think it just records it. Okay. Let's see what happens now. Preparing. Okay. 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 I have myself on <clears throat> mute, so I don't hear double. Okay. Do you guys? Okay. Da -na -na. Go back to Zoom, Gwen. Where are you? No, <clears throat> oh, so discombobulated. All right. Um, hello, welcome to uh, the Coconut Connection podcast. I'm your host, G, and it's a, what is it? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> hello, hello, this is and Jade, Jade Fox. Oh, and, wait, oh, yeah, go. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to emerging from my shadow work in the very near future. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Fired. Mm. Say something, guys. Hello. Hello. You know what it is? Because I don't have my earphones on. I can't hear y'all. <laughs> hold on. This is so janky, but it's okay. I thought I could do this without, but I have to turn off the sound because there's like two of me talking. So I don't want, I don't want to hear myself twice. Hold on one second. Eat this part. Then don't mess up my whole look that I'm trying to do. Okay, hold on. You can put it in front of the bun. Okay. Can you can, put it in front of the bun? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't hear you. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear myself. Right. I don't want to hear myself. Okay, wait, hold on. How did I do this last time? Okay. Can you put it in front of the bun? No, no, no. I don't want to hear. Okay, wait. I know. I just turn okay. off you. I have to turn off YouTube. Hold on, hold on. I can hear you. I can't hear you. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Now I can turn up the volume. Hello? Hello. Okay. Hello. That's what it is because I did the opposite. So I don't want it because basically like on YouTube, there's a like a 30 second delay. So I was like, that was distracting because I could hear myself in the past, in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So I put that on. Okay. So note to self, um, mute YouTube and so I can listen to you guys. All right. Rewind. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. All right. So, Evaristo, can you introduce yourself? Because you are uh, brand new to our podcast. Yes. Hi. So, hello, everyone. My name is um, Evaristo Martinez. I am a member of the Zapotec tribe. Um, I have spent my whole life living in Los Angeles, um, battling with my, um, where I where I am, what's my place in the world in terms of my identity and my, and just who I am in general. And so I have dedicated, you know, the last couple of years of my life into learning as much about my culture and learning a much about other cultures in order to 
be there for the dialogue more than anything. Be ready to have a dialogue. Um, I do have a degree, a bachelor's in um, ethnic studies, specifically Chicano uh, studies. Um, I got it from Cal State LA. And so right now I'm currently pursuing credentials for to be a teacher, to be an elementary school teacher. All right. I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, so this is, um, um, well, actually let me talk about the title later. Um, but I want to, I want to talk, I want to hear about everyone's highs and lows for the week. So let's start with our low. Um, Jay, do you want to start? Sure. Um, I actually finally got hit with COVID. I've been, (laughs) I, I missed it. I thought, yes, I'm elite. I got through it. You, you know, know, it's but- funny when people say that to me, like, I didn't get COVID yet. I'm like, who's your next? <laughs> That's why you didn't get it yet. So I got it. And no, it wasn't like non-symptomatic. It wasn't just sniffles. I got the dry, sore yeah. throat. Yeah, the sucky kind. The, the voice loss. I had the the coughing and then yeah. the, the weird fever. It tired it was crazy so yes it will for about a little over a week that sucked <laughs> all right i'll go next um my low is this cough that will never go away like i've had allergies since the end of january and it's just i mean it's got better but it's just annoying because whenever i get excited or talk really fast or talk really loud I start coughing. So you guys can imagine this is all the time then. Because <laughs> when am I not quiet, not excited and not, but like, so I have my water here because it's, I, it's, I'm already burning up. I don't need tea, but that's my low. What about you, Ebony still? Um, my low is my procrastination right now because mm-hmm. I have a, I have a lot of things. I had a lot of things to do over the, Throughout the week, actually, I had a lot of things to do throughout the week. Okay, but you know, I wa- I want to say that I got busy, but no, it's just I I procrastinated a lot, and so yes. I had to I had to finish some work for the for for class. I had classwork that I had to finish, mm-hmm. and also me and Karina were um we we were helping with um, a fundraiser, so we had to like and we said oh we're gonna we'll bring this and that and this and that, and so we had to like prepare a lot of stuff like like. What do we have to do? Like mise en place, like something like that. Like you know, we just have to like get everything ready to to, to serve. And so um, that happened. And I remember that I had a gig last minute on Saturday, so it was like a, it was a struggle. It was a we were dashing back and forth. We didn't go to bed until like one in the morning today, and then I had to go drop off everything. And then I oh came my here. gosh! Yeah, it's busy. So, so what kind of gig did you have? Yeah, I was gonna ask. So um I I am I'm a musician. So I play in a I play in a in a Oaxacan band, like you know, Zapotec band where we play like mm-hmm. Indian music, you know. And so um I had to go play like uh, in Santa Monica for um for a pueblo I don't remember the name of the pueblo. Like, I'm so bad for for not remembering, but um mm-hmm. I I had to go play over there. It wasn't that long, it was only like a few hours, but it definitely like did conflict with the time and I had like completely forgotten that I had to go. And so last minute I was like Oh, I have to go over there too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's really busy. What do you play? Um, I play the the trumpet, but I oh, also yeah. have a have a lot of uh, experience with brass instruments. So whether it be like trombone, oh, uh, wow. you that's know, so like cool. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, you should play for the students one day. I should. <laughs> I, should. I I'm so jealous of musicians because you know G G's musical also, and I just you're musical also. Could, oh no, but I mean you know to play uh, an instrument. No, no. <laughs> to play an <laughs> instrument. I just I admire that is all I want to say. So I think that's awesome. Mm. Thank you. All right. <laughs> all right, highs. Let's end on a high note. Okay. Um. Well. My daughter got, you know, it's it's all initial right now, but she got accepted to all the Cal States that she applied to. So she's really happy about that. She's waiting to hear about the UCs. But I think her heart is set on Northridge. You know, that's where she really wants to go. Um, but if she gets accepted to one of the UCs, she'll she'll definitely go, she said. So I'm happy about that. That's a high for me. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a high. That's a definitely high. Um, I would say uh, my high is surprisingly work. <laughs> I, <wouldn't, laughs> I never put that as a high. <laughs> no, I had parent conferences and parent conferences. If anybody knows me, parent conferences give me like anxiety. The week before I have massive anxiety. And um, especially the first round, the second round, I kind of know what to expect, but I still, you know, I still worry. But this 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 time around um the kids did great like um they explain i they explained like their their progress the best they could and and, and it, it it allowed them to like communicate with their parents um and i don't know i i just felt really proud of them like and it just made me feel good i think like i saw basically mostly every everyone but that surprisingly is my high i'm glad because you're always that's always a big stressor the yeah it is a big stressor for me yeah but what's your high um my high for this week actually was uh being able to cover for your class um this week earlier on in the week so um it was it was really fun i always like coming to to your classroom just because oh. it's like like there's a you have you have such a like a a routine and especially like because the kids like like they really they really know what you have to do and i remember i think we were you were talking about it with uh miss with the other sub the other day about how it's like the kids will be like if you do something different it's like oh we weren't supposed to do it like that we we're supposed to do it like this <laughs> yeah to, it's kind of annoying <laughs> <laughs> i always tell them whatever the sub tells you to do do it but know that they have a plan they yeah. don't just show up they have plans yeah so it's um, but it's it's always good, you know, because they 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 know their routine. Yeah, and I think it's very important to like for students, especially to like know how to like be on a routine. And so like having yeah. seen that in your classroom, it's always it gives me stability because I'm always like, okay, when I go to her room, like, okay, I know that she has like a certain way that she does things, yeah. and I I hopefully I just don't mess it up. And I was able to have the conversation with your students about um, the <laughs> <laughs> the real history. <laughs> The real history. The <laughs> throw this book out. <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I love about G. She is very uh, organized. She just she plans, and it's like I know I rely on her a lot, but she is like just that person, and it is a joy to yeah, work with her. You know, you're taken care of. I, I've had Evaristo yeah. for like like two years as a TA, and and a lot of times, like I'll have him as a translator, so. Like fun facts. So uh he's supposed to translate like what I say. 
but he's been in my class so many times. Like, I'm like, it's like he's using way more sentences than I ever said. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's putting more on this. He's putting more jelly on this because I was like, he's putting more flavor. He's putting more flavor. Because <laughs> I'm like, I just want to say something. He's like putting his own flavor. I'm like, I know he he's. He knows what he's talking about because he's been in my class. So like, I'm just so predictable. So yeah. So those are like the good teas that, you know, they're really paying attention and they know how to explain it. If you can, like I tell the kids, if you can explain it and you can teach it, then you know it, like you've mastered it. So I'm so excited that he's, he's a substitute and he's going to be a teacher soon. So yay for us. That's a win for us. Win for the kids. Yes. Win for the kids for show. All right, so um, we're going to, uh, we have Elodisto here um, for a specific reason, um, but I thought, wow, this should be a series, like, and I want to call it Ask a Youngin. Ooh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> like that, because that's, that's, <laughs> that's not us. This is the first episode of Ask because that's not us. And so we ask kids you, are happy to tell you. Yeah, we're at, we're <laughs> figuring, you know, let the, get the youth, get, let the youth explain. Um, we can Sometimes I think of things and it's like, do I really have to know some of these? Like, do I need do do I need to empty out a file so I can add more information? <laughs> and I think this is one of the things that is important because it just keeps on coming up. And it's stuff that it's nothing new. It's just the vocabulary is new to us, right? Like, I don't think uh, appropriation has been happening for a long time. So the topic is cultural appropriation, if I didn't mention it. So we have Evanista here today. He's going to He's going to define it to us so we can understand it. And then we can ask him questions and we'll have a little fun with it. So um, everybody give us grace if we ask dumb questions. But then you know what? There's no such thing as dumb questions. So that's right. Give us grace because we're old. (laughs) Give us grace because we're old. (laughs) We're old biddies. Like my my husband says, oh, biddies. All right. You are up. Hold on. Oh, no, it says, okay. So if you're going to share something, yeah, it's it should be able to share. Let's see. That says the host disabled participant screen sharing. Let me see. No, one participant can share at a time. Hmm, interesting. Okay, wait, hold on. I don't know what that's for, but you know what? I'm going to share. You shared it with me, so I'm going to do. Oh, I think, I'm, I think I'm able to share it now. Okay, good. Yeah, perfect. Thank goodness, that would be better. Okay. Okay. Yay. Technology. All right. Okay. So. Um, what is cultural appropriation? What is cultural appropriation? So um, if you define cultural appropriation is something that's, it's not very like, I can just define it, but um, the best of my abilities, cultural appropriation is the inappropriate or acknowledged adoption of an element or elements of culture or identity by members of another culture or identity. So it's very, um, it's very, that's a very like um, vague definition, but essentially when you appropriate a culture, it's when you're taking, you're taking aspects of culture, whether it be, you know, we're going to talk about all the different ways that you can appropriate a culture and kind of take it from, for yourself, for your own culture or your own identity. And so cultural appropriation is, can be broken up into four different categories. There's the exchange of there's cultural exchange which is when cultures meet with one another and they kind of like like you get exposed to culture and you're like oh i didn't know that so historically speaking 
this is the this is the most famous example of an exchange can be known as the Silk Road. So many of you, well, I don't know, have have, have you heard of the Silk Road before? Silk Road, right? Like a road. Silk Road. Yeah. yeah. Which is where you know, like, um, you know, they exchange like you know goods and all from like um, Asian countries going towards the west or towards yeah towards the west, and they got you know different things, whether it be silk, whether it be spices and other resources, they exchange it, and this. It could be argued it was a mutual exchange to an extent because there 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 was conquering on the way, but in, for the most part, it was kind of like they exchanged it. But then you get into the aspect of cultural dominance, cultural cooperation through dominance, which is historically has been through conquering. We see this through, um, you know, European invasions of other cultures, through even like American invasion of, you know, indigenous lands here in the U.S., um, this is where it's called, you appropriate these things, you take those, you take the aspects of that culture through force. So like, for example, like, you know, like we had a conversation about like bison and stuff like that, you know? And that yeah. was something that was like, um, that meant a lot to a lot of like Native Americans. But when the, when, you know, westward expansion happened in the US, there was a lot of, um, they, they showed their dominance basically by killing something that they removed something from that culture, something mm -hmm. that was an essential fabric of what, um, what it took to make it up. Then we have the most prevalent form of cultural appropriation, which is exploitation. This is the one that when you think of cultural appropriation, this is usually the one that you're going to think about because mm -hmm. it's the part where you get aspects of the culture and you kind of like exploit them for your own benefit. Like whether it be through financial gains, whether it be through aesthetics or whether it be through any other forms, these are the ones that, when you think about cultural appropriation, you're going to think about exploitation more than anything. Mm -hmm. And but you also have transculturation, which is through the effects of co colonialism, you know, we um we kind of just adapted things over time. You were, we just kind of had to adapt things over time, you know, like, so for example, um, a lesser known example of transculturation, because we're not going to talk about that one, is like you see countries like India, where like the business people, they wear, they still, they wear suits now. Mm -hmm. They wear like, you know, a suit and tie. And this isn't something that, like, obviously, it wasn't something that was prevalent in that country before, before, you know, like, the, the British came. But it's something that they kind of just adopted because it's, like, they started having this idea of, like, if you don't wear this, it's not appropriate. Mm -hmm. And you see it a lot in, you see it a lot in, um, where else? You see, you see it a lot in Australia as well, where a lot of, like, the people in parliament, they wear suits and, um, suits and ties. And there's one, there's one specific person that's in the member of parliament who he still wears like the indigenous clothes. And for him, it's like, this is my fight back from that. But it's also viewed as something like, you don't look as professional, but it's like, that's transculturation. Like, you know, we're technically appropriating that part because you kind of like made me believe that that's what it is, even though it's not. Mm -hmm. So, but like, you know, all of these have their own, their own like little like niches and like they're, they're more harmful, but the most harmful one that's like, today at least, is exploitation, which is what yeah. we're going to talk about. Yes. So when, whenever I refer to cultural appropriation from here on out, I'm specifically talking about exploitation. Okay. For the, for the record, yeah. Okay. And so, and so, so I have a... Yeah. <laughs> so okay, I have so a, I want to actually, be, because we're not going to speak of the other ones, I just had an idea with you said exchange. Um, and we talk about this in my class, like, where uh tissue paper came from 
and uh, tissue paper came from China. They call it Chinese paper or um, what is it? Papel de China or something. Mm-hmm. And but that then we also talk about papel picado because it was it, because of somewhere some along the way it was exchanged like this tissue paper. And now you you kind of associate it more with at least I do associate it more with uh, papel picado and because uh, and that art, because I think that that's like I think of that more than thinking of like the or not the Orient, but, you know, like Asia and like China and Chinese paper. Like, so I think that's like a, a good example of exchange of cultures meeting and like totally being influenced, but like making it their own. Is that kind of like what what exchange is? Uh, in a way, yes, it is. In a way, mm-hmm. so it's um when you, I guess like exchanges can be defined as like when you view something in a culture, and you're like, oh, that's really beneficial. Like for example, like a famous like example, spices, like, spices, yeah, like yeah. spices, like mm-hmm. um agriculture, like you know, like irrigation and all that. Oh, kind okay, of stuff, which is something that a lot of um there's some civilizations that kind of like they kind of figured out how to do it sooner, and so when yeah. other so when you other cultures encounter, they were like. That's a really smart way of like, you know, making sure that we get all our, you know, crops to grow. Right. Like terrace, should... like when they make terraces and yes. like for right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like, that's what it changes. It's like more of like the, you look at it, you're like, this is, this could be really beneficial for us in right. a way. Yes. Now okay. is, is that exchange, is it a negative thing? Like, is it a negative appropriation to exchange? I'm just. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to oh. be. It doesn't have to be whether if you pretty much acknowledge where it came from. Okay. If you yes, because a very a very theme a theme that we're going to talk about a lot is acknowledgement, you know. But we'll get to that a little bit later. But in this case, it's like if you have this system, you're and you're like you have to give credit for where you got it from. Even if let's say the person didn't create it, you say I got it from this person, and if you know, and it's like that person got it from this person, like you know, so on and so forth. You're basically giving credit to like your the original person. It's like. Like, for example, like when, like in college, like, you know, if you don't give credit to the person who like gave you like the source or something, what happens? You can get kicked out of the college because you mm-hmm. didn't give credit to the original person who wrote Very the thing. Point. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Do we, any other questions on any of these four categories? No, that was very clear. Okay. So now we're going to get to some examples of cultural appropriation that has been used in exploitation. So... Yeah. The first example that I have right here is this is a picture. The picture that I'm showing the, our host right here is a picture of Katy Perry at the mm-hmm. AMAs in 2013. So in this performance, Katy Perry has her theme of like, you know, in like her whole performance aspect was very. Um, it was a kimono inspired, you know, it was very Japanese inspired. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, and the reason why this is considered exploitation is because of the fact that she had a big platform to do it. Mm. She did it, but yet herself, as a as a white person, well, I mean, as as a as a white woman, more than mm. anything, you know, she she painted she she did the makeup, like you know, to make herself give like the lighter aspect of like the kimono culture. She yeah. gave the headdress. She wore everything. She had the umbrella and everything. And the thing is that, like in the song itself, the song that she sang, it isn't like a Japanese song or anything. It's one mm. of her songs, mm-hmm. and so it's just. Yes. Sorry. Oh, no, I'll just say I don't even like um, it's interesting, this photo, you know, for in this whole garb, because I don't recall this. But wow, like it's shocking when you see it. 
Because it seems like, like it's like the whole set. It's just not even just her. Yes. Quote yeah, unquote costume. It's, it's not, yeah, not quote unquote costume, right? Quote unquote like wardrobe or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, uh-huh. And so as you see, like she even had multiple like, well, she like her background changed. You know, she went from having like, you know, like the fan in the background, like the red fan to like yeah. the umbrella, you know, which are things yeah. that if you stereotypically want to like stereotype Japanese culture, that's one of the things that you get. You get like the little fan, you have the True. umbrella, the 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 trees in the background which is like oh, what are they called i, I cherry had blossoms cherry, cherry blossoms, blossoms. Yeah. cherry blossoms so you can like if someone sees this right it's like oh this is japanese like i can already tell this is japanese but in the context of it it's like everything she did was to make herself look as japanese as possible mm, and so I this is the reason that. why this this is exploitation because she had a big platform this was something that she did like this is a performance that she showed to millions of people on tv and everything and it's like that's not like some people might be like oh well what's wrong with it like you know she's paying her respect to the thing but it's like she herself is not a member of this culture true a lot of these so you're saying if she had a smaller platform like it was like a small town play thing and nobody saw it (laughs) it would be Um, be? i'm gonna say no on that too just because just because it's like even if it's in a small town performance it's like small racism big racism it's racism nonetheless it's yeah. you know it's like yep. you can't just like if you say i'm a little racist it's a little racist thing. yeah it's well, you're no a little thing. pregnant there's no such thing there's no such thing <laughs> you're, either, <laughs> you're either fully or you're not and yeah so, exactly you're <laughs> what do you mean so, evidy so i always dress like this <laughs> <laughs> no this exactly. is that this goes into my question but i want to hear your whole thing before we get to our questions, but this is a very interesting. Yeah, write your questions thing. down. Yes, I do. Save have it till my the end. Save Definitely. It end. Of course. <laughs> so, um, um, going back to this, like you know, like uh, or like one last thing before I wrap up this this specific slide. Um, you have to remember that, like the the outfit itself, the kimono itself is a very traditional thing. It's a very something that, like you know, it's like traditional Japanese, mm-hmm. and there's this thing where it's like, well, I can I not wear it? And it's like that depends. That depends on a lot of things. It's like, do you know the significance of what it means? And right. what's and why are you doing it? Yeah. You, it's a yeah. lot of the question. It's why. Why did you do it? It's the same thing when you talk to a kid, right? They do something, like you know, you hit the kid and say, Why'd you do it? The kid says, I don't know, that's not a reason. So I don't know, it's not a reason. There has to be some purpose other than your intention. Yeah, your intention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your intention, yes, yeah, more than anything. And so any, I guess, any questions on like the specific like form of like, I guess. Well, the first thing that comes up to my mind is Gwen Stefani and um, mm-hmm. Harajuku girls, Harajuku, Harajuku yes. girls, and her backup. I mean, she says it's fashion, right? Because Harajuku girls, like, they dress like that. And, Didn't she also uh, say she felt that she was, she part, felt like she was Japanese? She was part, yes, yes. That was a kind of a bold statement, but what do you think of that? Um, you can't you can't feel a little something without being at least a little bit part of it, because it's like it's like if I go around right, like let's say for example I go around and I start wearing like Jamaican garbs, and then I say, "Oh, it's because I'm a little Jamaican." Mm. I'm not Jamaican, right? Like I feel like I'm Jamaican. Like I, I feel, feel <laughs> I feel a little. I feel it's like I'm feeling and see because that's something Oof. that you can like. You can like say, oh, like it's Monday, right? Oh, I'm feeling a little bit, I'm feeling a little bit Mexican. We're Mexican <laughs> on Tuesday. I'm feeling a little bit 
a little French on, you know, on Wednesday, I'm feeling a little bit Indian on, you know, and like, like, oh. where does it stop? You can't, you can't, you can't just say, oh, I'm, I, cause I feel a little bit like this, like, you know, you can't, yeah. cause you're, you're just not like, unless you're like, like, unless you're at least a little bit a part of it, it's like, then it's not really, you can't really feel a little bit of that. There's a difference between wearing it because you're feeling it and, and because you're paying your respects to it, which mm. I will touch upon a little bit later. Okay. So then any other questions before? No, no, I mean, have questions, but this yeah, is already saving like, my head is swirling already. <laughs> I'm saving mine till the end because I know we're gonna. I want to. I want to yeah. like be schooled a little bit more here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next, the next form of cultural appropriation slash exploitation is through major league sporting teams, which would be right here. Oh, so yeah. a, lo- oh, yes. a lot of the a lot of the famous examples normally derive from Native Americans, but there's a lot more. But these mm-hmm. are like the most famous ones, right? You have the former the former washington redskins yeah you have the the our super bowl champion the city the city yeah. city chiefs i have yeah. to say that because you know because they won the super bowl you know but yeah but, and like, the one on the side that is the chicago blackheart which is the hockey team but there's other examples you know it's like the cleveland indians there's like you know there's a town in um where was it? i think it was in indiana where their mascot is called the chinks <gasps> no Really? Yes. What? Yes, and you can look, and you can look it up. I'm not like you know, like I know I'm not like I forgot to look it up for this specific like thing, but I I just it just remembered right now that it was like, and so the reason why this is, (laughs) I was like, I'll give you a second to recover from the. I know, like I need some water for this. I gotta, I gotta get clear on this. (laughs) And you know what we had? Sorry, Evadisto. Um, so I'm I went to San Diego State. So ours, ours is the Aztecs. The Aztecs, yes. And you know we have our mascot. It comes out in full costume. I mean, back in the nineties, I don't know what it looks like now, but yeah, that was yeah, appropriation. A, that was a major appropriation. There's that's a true. there's a oh, high school or something that's called the well, it's the Peking Chinks High School team. But I'm like, that's the first I've heard of it. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> really? Oh, Lord. yes, it's great. It's encouraging people. Okay, great. Yeah, you even you even have examples here in LA too, which is like, for example, Hollywood High in um, in Hollywood, they're mas- they're known as the the Sheiks. Oh, that's oh. right. That's the right. Yeah, and there's so, still that. Yeah. And so the reason why, like, it's like people people might make the argument, right? It's like, oh, well, what's wrong with it? Like, you know, yeah, what's wrong with it? Because that's that's the question. It's like, what's wrong with it? Because, you know, they'll say, and it's like, the reason why, what's wrong with it is the fact that it's it's basically exploiting, first off, it's exploiting a race of people or just a group of people for financial gain. That's, mm-hmm. that's, okay. that's financial like the gain. main, that's the main issue, right? That's like the mm-hmm. main one. It's like, you're making millions, if not billions of dollars a year on the cultures of these people. And chances are, you're not really paying anything back to begin. Like, you know, you're not giving anything. And it's like, it's not a justification, but like if a team says, oh, we give like, you know, like 10% to like, you know, like to Native American fund or something. And it's like, that's not, that doesn't make it okay. But you don't even see like people doing that. You don't, you don't hear about like the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, going, you know, to the tribes of, you know, St. Louis, of Kansas City, you know, and True. like True that. Giving, giving reparations or anything. You don't True. see that. And no. so it's like, when you, when you have like the fans, right, who wear like the, 
the you know like the, the headdress like, mm-hmm. the headdress and like they wear the makeup like you know like that yeah and they make and they make the sound like you know I don't want to make the sound I, I yeah. hate those sounds, you know but like mm-hmm. the traditional like you know mm-hmm. and so and so you have like it's like it's just a blatant disrespect like it's just it's just disrespectful because it's like as me as a as an indigenous person myself it's like I do not go around going like you know doing any of those things I, I just do not and you know um Gwen knows me personally like I like I don't do that like do I do it's like do I do it yeah exactly <laughs> it's like maybe I'm seeing something that I'm not seeing in my culture maybe when I go up to you I talk to you and I say like you know it's like what is this guy doing like but no it's like this is blatant exploit this is like the most blatant form of exploitation this is one of those where it's like if you make the argument that this is not cultural appropriation mm-hmm. then it's like you should probably take a step back and really think about like this all <laughs> you know what if what if i made the and like what if i called the team right and i called it the unseasoned chicken you know or something like yeah. you know like like they would get there would be like fury you know there would be like you know what if i called them like like the i don't know the karens you know the karen football team yeah or something. <laughs> It's like people, people would be mad. They'd be like, you're, right. you know, and it's like, because it doesn't attack them because they don't view themselves as a stereotype. But yeah, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you attack, like, let's say, for example, you attack, like, an American stereotype, like, you know, like the gun toting, everything, people get offended. And it's like, do you, do yeah. you not see the, do you not see no. the, hypo- the hypocrisy of it? Do you not see, like, the, like, take a step back and look, it's like, this is exactly what you're doing. Like, you're basically um, getting, like, these aspects of the culture. Mm-hmm. Or like of what people think your culture is more than anything, you know. Well, they're and so used to colonizing that it's so in their nature they don't. It's, they don't so see it's it the as, norm. Yeah, like that's like, what is it? It's the neutral, it's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you're when you believe when you spend your whole history dominating, and you have you're in an age of step back and fighting back. You don't know how to take it. You don't know how to take it. It's like they could have been doing this for years, you know, like just people in general and, and they have you know there's historical documentation of like black face of like a bunch of everything red face it's everything yellow face like it's existed but yet if i go around you know and i'm like oh like like you're gonna get that 401 okay like 401 401k bob like you know it's like people it's like what are you doing like you know like what are you, what are you doing like you know you that's not that's not who you are like people will be so quick to call you out mm-hmm. where it's like if i do something that's like i don't know like if i go to whole Foods or something you know and it's like, I get like all these stares. People just mm-hmm. look at me because it's like, this is a place that I don't belong. Right. And if it's like, and I, let's say I walk around like wearing like, you know, like a tank top and like the sandals and everything. People are going to be like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Going on <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And I'm making the point of doing these blatant stereotypes because it's like, if people get offended by what I'm saying, it's like, really think, think take a step back and think about like, you don't think that I'm offended by this? Right. You don't think that people get offended by that? like you know and so i mean that's pretty much that's the mainstream form of exploitation you know through sporting teams um mm-hmm. any do you have any questions before i go to the next uh, slide no no as i said that's it it's it's funny because it's interesting when when we were younger like we didn't think about those things you know like we we just took it not for granted but that that's what they said it was and nobody said that it was wrong so we didn't see it as you know, something that was inappropriate. So I'm glad that like yeah. it's now coming out. You know? Yeah, yeah because, a... because it's like, because you think like it says not offensive to me, so mm-hmm. it must be okay. And that's what I think people need to to switch their, to, to pivot and really, like you said, step back and like be aware 
that just because it doesn't offend you doesn't mean that it's not offensive to somebody or offensive period. Good point. Good point. Yes. There was actually an example of a high school teacher, not that like, I think like two years ago, like two years ago who got caught, she was doing like, you know, like running around in her math class with like the headdress and like doing like the stereotypical like dance to like the That's so weird. Wow. Yeah, so, that was so weird. Yeah. And they finally, well, the student caught it on, on video, right? Yeah. It was disturbing. And, it was really disturbing seeing that. Yeah. And I think the, the part that like that shocked me was when she was like, I don't understand what's wrong. I've been doing it for years. Like, wow. like, like for years, like, as in like, this isn't your first time doing this. You've, you're blatantly admitting that it's like this is something you've done and now you're just being upset because you got called out this one time in front of because the student who recorded she was Native American mm-hmm. and that's why she recorded because she was like no someone needs to do something about this because this is not okay it's very disrespectful yeah it's, it's very disrespectful and, and so, it wasn't like she was teaching anything right she wasn't teaching she, about she, I mean, was she, thought she, was, she thought she was teaching about Native American history right no, she's a math teacher, right? She was a math teacher, and see, like, yeah, that was, was just doing, weird. Just what, she was, what she was saying was, um, Sokotoa, which is like, I don't know if you guys, um, remember math class in high school, but Sokotoa is like the acronym for sine, cosine, and um, tangent. Oh, okay, oh. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's like, it's like, so what was it? It's like obtuse and acute, like something about like the angles with it. Like, I, I remember yeah. something about it. Like, I remember learning Sokotoa in high school, but it's like. But the way she was saying it was like trying to seem like Sokoto was like a Native American word or something. Wow. Which it's not. Oh, but she thought wow. she was trying to be, she she thought she was trying to be funny, like, oh, I'm gonna teach they're gonna remember this math term they're because gonna, I'm gonna get me tell you this, but I'm gonna perform this really disrespectful thing. Yeah. And chances are they remembered it, but not for the reason that she probably but not, gosh, that's horrible. Yeah. So moving on to the next form of exploitation, which is through cultural exploitation through foods because your food oh, okay. because your because your food could also be exploit exploited yes mm-hmm. this is the the whole i'm sorry i just the whole thing about tiktok where they made the water it was like i don't know fruity water or people like white people were calling it something where i'm like no that has been around for Agua fresca? Yeah. <laughs> yes so i was uh i was telling gwen earlier in the week about the first example the one on the on the left Mm-hmm. It's just is this TikTok creator who um <laughs> what? She, uh, okay, hold on, pause, pause. You're speaking you're speaking Jade's language because she's on TikTok all the time. So and <laughs> <Perfect>. go. <laughs> so um <laughs> so um this creator, she uh first off, she uh she committed a, a very like I would call it a Latin American Latin American sin because she um she looked on the camera and she said, I did not know that you had to heat up the tortillas before you ate them <laughs> she said i just i would just eat them like that for years and it's like <laughs> first off if you ever had like an unlike un- it's like the grossest thing you'll ever have in your life like, like, oh, you've been missing the whole experience girl miss the whole experience like, i know it's like you, you like what are you you're just eating cardboard at that point like if you're being one <laughs> just put white bread on it <laughs> exactly and so the thing that she did was that they told her in the comments like you have to heat it up right and mm-hmm. so in her first attempt, she burnt the tortilla because, of course, she did. Because, of course, she did. She burnt it. And so it laid flat. It was crunchy. It was flat like this, right? So then she said something along the lines of, I learned from my mistakes. 
And <laughs> now it's like, but you know what I realized, guys? If you put it, you put, you know, you put like meat, lettuce, tomato, cheese on top of it and you eat it, it's still like a taco. So we're going to like, it's like, so I'm, and it says right there, like I've created a new food invention that wouldn't freak people out. Uh. No more weird overcooked tortilla, flat tacos. Jade, what is a flat taco actually? Tostada. What is it called? It's a tostada. Exactly. I mean, I mean, you know, exactly. my thing, tostada. But my thing is this. My, do, you, do you think, do you think that some of these creators do it say on the, yeah, say like the wildest things just to get us riled up? I mean, it's possible. I mean, there's that saying, right? That uh, controversy creates like something yeah. like, you know, like it's like we, we thrive on controversy. Like we pay more attention to controversial things. But right. here's the thing. It's like, I started thinking about it more like, you know, as I was making this presentation, I started giving it some more thought, right? And mm-hmm. so I was like, this person is aware that tortillas existed, which means yeah. that she has to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And she has to go and get tortillas. Now, I don't know if you've ever shopped for tortillas, but, you know, I ha- I've shopped for tortillas a time or two in my life. Mm-hmm. If you In the same place where the tortillas are, if you look a little bit up, because usually they're a little bit more up, what do you see up there? Tostadas. <laughs> <laughs> they're there in the same aisle they're, they're gonna be there which is like mm-hmm. I think the part that baffles me is that she you're telling me that she's gone to these aisles and she's never seen that before <laughs> and it's like how can it's like you can claim ignorance but it's like lady like do you not like what's going on like I don't understand like purely like, for con- it- purely for content but I do there are people that try to Oh, I made, I've discovered something. It's like, no, you haven't. I discovered something. I mean, I think there's more dumb people too on the internet too. That could also be, that could also be something. And so there's like the, the middle one, you know, which is like the one that, um, Jay just talked about, which is like, (laughs) so so this creator was like, you know, um, I realized that if you put cucumbers and like lemons <laughs> on and put it like, you know, with some water and maybe like a little bit of sweetener, like it's a refreshing drink and it has lots of antioxidants and it's very <laughs> beneficial for your health. And it's like, you're getting a little spa. So I'm going to call it spa water. Uh... <laughs> and I think, I think this, the one in the middle sticks to me a lot just because it's yeah. like when, when this, when this happened, like, you know, when this controversy happened, I was in Mexico at the time. I was literally uh... in I was in Mexico and, you know, I was around all of stuff literally every day. And so seeing that, I was like, I was like, I, I told Karina, I was like, I told my fiance, I was like, spa water. <laughs> I would like some spa water. Oh, right. And she was like, she's like, what are you talking about? Like, she hadn't been like, she hadn't been on TikTok that day. She's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, uh... you'll see right now. Like, you'll see when you go on TikTok. And so it's like, this thing, it's like, oh, it's like, you can. You could add strawberry. You could add mango. You could add. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It was horrible. Like, it, it was like the worst thing ever, and it was like it was funny because it was like more than anything, it was funny because yeah, it's like funny. a lot of people latched onto it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people were like, "Okay, I'm gonna show you. I made a new spa water for you." And it's like mm-hmm. it's like if you put rice on it, I'm like, and put milk. <laughs> it's like that's what I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> if you get hibiscus, if you get hibiscus, no nah. like hibiscus with lime, it's like that's uh how my God. That's my favorite. Hamaica is my favorite. Oh, but yes. I love Hamaica. Yes. If you get like the yeah. tamarind, it's like that's tamarind. Ooh, tamarino. Like, okay, now I'm thirsty now. I know. <laughs> now I'm going to go to one of the stores and I'm going <laughs> to. Everything. Like it was, it, it was, it was so funny because I was just like, 
you know, I, I went to the food market like with uh, Karina last weekend and mm-hmm. we had we bought a we bought a uh, agua de limón. Like, mm-hmm. let, let me get one, let me get one of those spa waters. <laughs> I know my daughter was so upset. She was just like, she gets mm. mad at all the people who appropriate all this stuff, you know? Mm. Yeah. And so the next, and so like, it's like going outside of like Latin culture. There's one, the last one on the right, which is like, now, if any of you have ever had like, let's say Thai food, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you get literally anything. Mm-hmm. Any, any one of like Pad Thai's, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, you know, like any, like, that's a stereotypical one, like, you know, pad thai, but it's like, you know, there's like the, what is it like, pad C, no, pad, pad C, pad C, yeah. yeah, all of those, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, they're, they're, the, the sauce on it is like usually like, it's like a peanut sauce. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of peanut sauce, right? And so yeah. there was a food blogger who basically said, you know what I realized? If you put peanut butter with pasta, you can make like you know peanut butter pasta and it tastes so good it's like the the peanut the peanut emulsify the sauce and it becomes like its own little thing i'm gonna call it peanut butter pasta oh yeah like like first off like yuck like that sounds terrible like if anyone like it's like i will be like no thank you like because it's just it's not that's not what it is first off you know that's not what it is it's thai food like you know it's like this is specifically thai and the thing is that, like, you couldn't, like, we're in the age of, like, a lot of people, like, you claim, like, oh, I didn't know, right? And it's like, we are in the year 2023. Yeah. I have the, I have my phone, mm-hmm. and I have access to literally the entire encyclopedia of knowledge that the world has ever accumulated <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> and so you're telling me that if I don't look up peanut, like, you know, noodle recipe, I'm not going to look up, I'm not going to find, a, a, like, a pad recipe, like, mm-hmm. anything. Or a yeah. Thai dish, a Thai, any or a Thai dish. dish, or a Thai mm-hmm. dish in general, right? Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, did it's like, am I, am I the one that's wrong? Like for looking stuff up before, like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I started overthinking. It's like I started overthinking. It's like, but it's like these things exist. Yeah, it's like you can, you cannot go around expecting like it's like the main character syndrome. You cannot expect that everything you come up with to be an original thought. You know. Well, you know? so the thing that's not wrong about this is that if you enjoy it. Like, enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it goes back to platform, right? Like, because they're putting it out in the world, like, I just, like, I made up this thing. That's what makes it appropriation. Because, like, you can put peanut butter in your pasta. That's what you ought to do. But do you have to, like, make it where, like, you're putting your stamp on it or you're, you invented it? I think that's what bothers me about these three. Um, like, it's fine. You, like, again, like, we're like, if you, if, if it was just done in your kitchen mm-hmm. and you're not filming it and you're not telling anybody about it, like, like, keep it to yourself. But I think it's because of the, the reach that they're putting it out there is this, this like, um, it, I think that's the part that's to me is the appropriation part, like the negative part of it, because you can enjoy your spar water or whatever you want to call it in the dark don't don't tell me about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes Agreed. It's, um, they, they want to go viral for they want to go viral they, over something that created not, something yeah that they didn't it's yeah. the yeah it's the virality of it it's like we live in an age of like everyone wants their 10 seconds of fame you know yeah exactly. and a lot of people a lot of people will get it will find ways to get it you know and you can say that the intentions here were well-meaning right you can say you can make the argument right it's like these creators they did it without the knowledge of it right they did it 
but it's like here's the thing it's like a lot of these creators they once they got called out on it right they said it's this Mm -hmm. they were more like why are people attacking me yes i didn't do anything Mm -hmm. they were appalled at the response that they got but they refused to be like oh like now i will call it this thank you for informing me i will call it it now it was more of the why are you telling me that don't correct me. I'm yeah, right. entitled. They were entitled. The entitlement. The entitlement. You know what? I had a, I had a, a, not about food, but it was about an intention, right? And it was, um, somebody had said something that they weren't supposed to say, and they got called in and called out at the same time. But the problem that I had about that was the person that was saying the inappropriate thing because she was in her feelings about, well, that wasn't my intention. So I didn't do anything wrong. Explain to me again how I did it wrong. And it's like, I know that has nothing to do with appropriation, but it does have to do about accountability. Like once you know, then what are you going to do about it? Like you're just going to be like, it wasn't my intention. And like, I I don't understand what I think that's the problem. Like if you can't be open enough to be like, oh, okay, now I know. Exactly. And the big thing about that, too, is people, like you say, talk about that wasn't my intention. But the big thing is it's like with harassment or anything else. It's might not have been your intention, but it was the perception of somebody else. Right. Right. It's perceived in a way that was inappropriate or that, you know, someone was offended. So it doesn't matter your intention, because I've had to learn that myself. Right. My daughter always schools me. But when she schools me, I take what she says and I I. You know, I can I see the error of my ways and I change it, you know, like I, I can respect that I made a mistake and yeah. I just don't do it again. Exactly. And so going back to, I think, a point that you made, Gwen, about how it's like some people just can make it in the dark. Right. So like you can have a mom in the Midwest. Right. Like she mm-hmm. makes let's say she makes rice. Right. She fries it up. She puts some chicken on it. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, like, you know, puts a little bit of soy sauce, you know, to make mm-hmm. it like, you know, and she calls it. Let's say she calls it. Uh, I don't know, beef rice casserole or something, right? Yeah. That mm-hmm. innately, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it if she didn't know. And it's like, if she didn't know, she didn't know because she didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Good sometimes, sometimes you just don't know, especially like for older generations, especially like there's like a lack of disconnect where some certain, there's like an age, you know, it's like they don't know how the internet, like they don't know how the internet works. They aren't yeah. going to look it up. They spent their whole lives, or even they're like in a rural, they're in a rural area, you know, where like, that kind of knowledge isn't as readily available as we are here, like in a, in a big city. Okay. You know, something we take for granted that it's like, we have, we have such a, like a diversity of like foods and everything that I'm able to know what a food is because it's mm-hmm. like, there's like 10 spots in LA that I can go to right now and get it. But you don't have that option in like, you know, like middle of nowhere, Wisconsin or something, you know? And so sometimes like people will discover this on accident and that's fine. You know, that's fine if they discover it and it's like other stuff, but like, once the knowledge comes in, once someone presents you with that, like, oh, like, that's actually called this, and it comes from here, and you say, no, I'm still <laughs> going to call it that. No. Mm. It's like, you were given all the information, all the tools for, you know, to, like, make the right choice, and you still said, I'm going to double down on my t- what I said, because that's the correct thing. What is, so your, fe- what is your feelings about enchilada uh, casserole? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I'm not the, I'm not the biggest fan of like how it like, you know, but I do, but there, you know what though, but like, I do see there are certain households, like Latin households that are starting to adopt it. Yeah. My husband makes it. I mean, he knows how to make enchiladas, but 
but it's just easier. So he just like does it like a almost like a lasagna, but it's a it's a casserole. Like, it's but it has yeah. all ingredients. Yeah. He's Mexican, yeah. but then I'm not on TikTok saying like I invented enchilada casserole. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, can I can I share like a funny thing? So we we had in this the whole the same thing about the food. Mm-hmm. You said the casserole. We had a potluck. And a really nice older white lady, you know, she, and she brought a rice dish. And, and and I was like, oh, what's okay. this? And someone said, she said it was a casserole. And I'm like, that's a fried rice. I don't know what <laughs> casserole. I don't, I, you should have kept that in the dark. She should have kept it <laughs> in her kitchen. Not bring that to the party. <laughs> a rice casserole. That was new. Rice casserole. There's, yeah, I, it was just rice. It was just rice. Okay. Like it wild but anyway uh, that just segued into what he said and i was just thought it was so funny about the casserole and thing yeah yeah it's like when people have like the, the theme nights and they make like i don't know like you know like a mexican casserole i'm like <laughs> i've never had a casserole in my life i can say <laughs> you know, because to this day right to this day i have never been served casserole and i am dreading the day that i get served <laughs> casserole i'm like dreading that day <laughs> The day someone says, if I you need- hadn't had it now, you're never going to have it because it doesn't look appealing. <laughs> you never like- know when you have friend groups, people get together. You don't yeah. know. You never That's know. True, but- you never know. Like, what if, like, I make friends one day and they're like, parents invite me to eat. And it's like, oh, I knew you were coming. So I made you like, you know, I made you like fiesta. Ca- <laughs> yeah. Or something. And I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, no. Fiesta. <laughs> like, it's a fiesta. I think they have that hamburger helper, like fiesta, like our taco like hamburger helper which is basically a casserole but that you serve um, with flat tacos <laughs> of course i'll be like can i can i get a flat taco you know with <laughs> oh my god uncooked uncooked <laughs> you know and so there's this um there's a tiktok creator i don't know um well i when like a lot of these controversies came out specifically like there was this one person who's like i'm gonna culture appropriate white people food it's like and so she had a hot <laughs> yes, dog and she's like like come Come get my taco de weenie, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, and it's like, it was like the funniest thing because it's like, because it's like, you see, like, you you see now, you see how it's like how silly it could be for you to say this, and it's like, but it's it's a hot dog, it's a hamburger, it's like whatever it is, you know. And it's it like, was funny. she was funny. She was funny, and like people were like, that's not the point. And it's like, no, that's exactly the point. I was like, no, she she made her point because that's exactly what you're doing. How it feels, yeah. How it feels, exactly. And so, we can keep going on from this, but I think um, I'm going <laughs> to move no. on just, just because um, yeah. we have a we have some. No, I know we do. could talk all day on this. This is funny, really but yes, could. please. <laughs> and so the the last form that I want to talk about specifically is about hairstyles. Ooh, this is a big one, but yes, this, okay, go ahead. This is a big one. So mm-hmm. hairstyles specifically, they usually are meant. They are usually attacks on two types of people, two types of like. It, it mainly attacks two ra- it attacks black people yeah. and it attacks native american people mm-hmm. oh yeah true because when you see like you know like the first picture you know we have here kim kardashian at the mtv awards wearing mm-hmm. like braids no not braids they're those Corn are cornrows those yeah. are cornrows they're not even braids those are cornrows yeah and so you know kim kardashian herself has been like you know um she's been a- attacked a lot of things for being like you know like one of the main people that black black exploitation like you know black mm-hmm. exploiters out mm-hmm. there well her whole family in general but yes like, her whole family. yeah mm-hmm. whole family and so it's like these hairstyles right it's like they're not 
okay for you to take, especially cornrow specifically, like a braid. Like if you put your hair in a braid, that's like it's in of itself, it's fine, right? But once you start actually doing like the cornrow itself, like you mm-hmm. start like that, it's like those mean something to those to you know to mm-hmm. African people. Those mean something. Like you have like Kendall Jenner, like you know, with like an afro or something. It's like that's not. It's like for so many years you attack um these people you attack black people for having like you know the hair that they have. The mm-hmm. hair is what is it like nappy hair, like this and that, and like and you're attacking them and they throughout history they felt like they were forced to like change their hair because something was wrong with their hair. Mm-hmm. Only for you dec- like centuries later to be like, Oh, that's cute. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. That's not how it works, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we have the hair that we have, everyone's born. With different types of hair you know and it's like there's times it's like yeah what have i wanted curly hair it's like yeah maybe i would have you know but i i can't i can't do anything about that right and so this is something that's like it's transcontinental it's not it is not it doesn't just happen like in american culture it's mm-hmm. been happening a lot in like asian cultures as well with like yeah. you know like like the there was like you know it's like a lot more urbanization of like how yeah. you're dressing and so yeah. that in of itself isn't wrong you're it's fine if you like you know like People adapt like this culture because they got exposed to it and it's like this is a, a cool aspect i'm going to bring it back and like blah, blah 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 but once you start like taking specific traditional like hair you know hairstyles and you start wearing them like that it's like that's when it becomes an issue more than anything that's when it becomes an issue and this is where it's very it's very controversial because this is like this might be the most controversial like where do i draw the line where do i draw the yeah. line and you can give me a thousand hairstyles and i'll be like yes no yes no yes no yes no yes like you know but that's subjective at the same time too you know because it's like me myself as a as a like you know like as a, as an indigenous like you know a uh, latin person mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like it's not my place to comment on like you know specifically on like black hairstyles i can attack yeah. like, like native american hairstyles like you know when they have like the braids like the, mm-hmm. like the what, what are they called like the Sacagawea like you know like those it's yes. like, I'm like that's don't do that like don't do that yeah don't do that. like you know that that's something that you stereotype and now you're taking it like you know for like it's 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 this weird thing you know but like specifically with this like I I try my best to just be like I think it's wrong but also I can't speak for it in hair okay. I, I can only speak for my hair but I'm also able to say like I think this is wrong but okay you know it- And I have, this is a good, I'm glad this came up because this is one of my main questions. So, um, and this, you know, like back in the day, so my story is back in the day. So I really love, I love, I love braids. I love the way it looks. I love curly hair. I know back way long when I was younger, before I knew any better, I did have my hair put in like queen braids. Because I just, I loved it. Like, it was beautiful. I, you know, had a woman do it for me. But I didn't, this is where it's tough. So it's like, even if, well, my daughter, so my daughter tells me, mom, but the reason that they have braids, it's it's protecting their hair, right? The reason the braids protect, your hair is not 4C or whatever. Like you, you don't have that type of hair. So it's not a protective thing for you. Like, um, and even though I didn't know that I was disrespecting that. I guess it's the thing is, even if you, if you think that it's beautiful and you're, you're appreciating the culture, is it still then, is it disrespectful for me to want to have like curly hair or want to have braids if I'm not doing it to say, um, to take it from somebody, but I'm appreciating the beauty of it. I don't know. 
that's a that's a very good question and i will answer your question with another question if i go to the museum and i see they're displaying like traditional garbs right or a, a painting can i take the painting home with me no that's a good you're can right. i yeah but does that mean that i'm also not allowed to like be like, look how beautiful it is. Look how okay. I admire it. You know, I'm admiring okay. it from afar in a weird way. Okay. You know, okay. I think that's the I think that's the best thing when it comes. to That's a good hair. analogy. That's that's because yeah. I didn't think about it that way. But I and that's and she, believe me, my daughter feels the same way you do. She's like, no, mom, just no, just no. Like whenever you no, it's not a part of your culture. It's not anything. Like you just leave that. Enjoy it from its place. You know, um, mm-hmm. but don't. I'm sorry. I know you wish you had curly hair, but that's not gonna happen, you know. Um yeah, okay, like no, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's like I wish I was six feet tall, you know. I wish <laughs> <laughs> but I can't, you know, I can't do anything about it. You know, it's like sometimes, you know, it's just like I can't control that, but it's like I can always acknowledge it from afar, you know? Okay. Anything. And so now I think a lot of the questions a lot of people have was like, how do I not culturally appropriate how do i make sure that i'm not the person that's doing it right so there's so there's like a there's a there's certain ways that you can approach this right so the first thing you have to ask yourself it's like am i using a symbol an object or anything from it from that that's not my culture specifically right that's not from my culture yes or no right if it's no then then it's not cultural appropriation already It's, it's not because it's your culture you can't appropriate your own culture i mean you explore your culture you could but you cannot appropriate it you know, so if you are doing it right, it's like, am I, are you using it appropriately? As in like, do you, are you aware of everything that that stands for everything that this object stands for? And if you say that you don't know, then it's like, you should probably not do it because chances are you might be culturally appropriating because you didn't, you didn't do your knowledge on it, you know? And so it's like, basically it's like, it's very, it's very tough, you know, cause it's like, you have to basically know your history. You yeah. have to know what it represents and what it does. And that is a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. It, it's a lot. It's a lot of um, having to know a lot of stuff, you know, because sometimes you might accidentally come across something that's like, oh, this is like, I didn't know that that was cultural appropriation. I just didn't know. And see if some, and that's when people can call you out on it, right? And if you get called out on it, that's Okay if you get called out on it, because you know what, like, it's like, you're being educated in the sense that like, people are telling you, this is what it is. Now, what decision you make after that is up to you. But if I, if you say like, you know, it's like, what are you wearing? Like, let's say like, you know, like I'm wearing like, like, uh, you know, like an indigenous thing. That's like, what are you wearing? It's like, oh, I'm wearing this. It's like, it represents blah, 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 blah. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, why are you wearing it? Because some people might ask you, why are you wearing it? That's a different thing now. And this is where it's like, your answer will determine whether or not this is cultural appropriation. Mm. Because, because if you say, oh, I thought it was cute. That's not, that's not the correct answer. That's not the correct answer. Because it's like, yeah, it looks good. But the reason it's like, oh, it's like, you know, I want to acknowledge like, you know, the culture and all that kind of stuff. But I recognize that it's not mine. But you know, I still wish to like, you know, wear it. And it's like, you know, every now and then I'm not going to wear it every day, either, you know? Yeah. And, and so a lot of people might fight me on this like definition because it's very controversial. It is, yeah, very, that is very controversial. 
it's very controversial. It's very up for interpretation as well because of the fact that there's different views on it. People, some people view it like that's not okay. This is not okay. Don't do it. But there's other people who are like, it's fine. Because I have had cases, right? I think before, like, you know, when I was younger, I would um I would go to like, you know, like the parties and stuff. And I would see like, you know, like, you know, people who were older than me, you know, they would bring like uh like a white friend or like, you know, like or anybody that was outside of the culture, right? Mm-hmm. And the first thing we do, we tend to do, I don't know if I don't know if other cultures do it, but we we just we stare. We look, you know. Because we don't know where like who is that person? I don't know who that person is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they doing here? And so <laughs> And the person's wearing it. And here's the thing. It's like, if you talk to the person and they said it's fine, I can't stop you. Yeah. I can't stop you from that because I am not the, the end-all, be-all spokesperson, like representative <laughs> for my people. I cannot tell you. You're not right the appropriation police. <laughs> You're not. not giving tickets out. <laughs> like, I'm not. Like, I, I mean, I wish they would. I wish they would pay me to do it. But no, like... um. And so it's like, it's very like that. It's like, who are you talking to? Who are you like, who are are you as an individual? And Mm -hmm. who do you talk to about, you know? I think I want to add, because it is, yeah, this is, uh, it's, um, I think at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable with, with, if someone calls you out, that you're comfortable with someone calling you out and you're comfortable uh, responding. If you're yes. not comfortable with someone calling you out and you don't have a response, then maybe you shouldn't walk out with that. Like we're like, I don't know, do it in the dark and nobody don't show anybody. <laughs> but <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I I think that's where that I'm kind of like looking at it like, okay, well, in the end of the day, if you really feel passionately about wearing cornrows or whatever, like then be prepared that someone might call you out and when they call you out it's like have a response now it might not be a response that they like or whatever but then be prepared to like defend yourself I guess or not Mm -hmm. I don't know but I think that's fair for someone to ask you like why I I think that's totally fair like I don't think we should just like let it go because I think that's why a lot of people appropriate because they they oh no no it's whatever my artistic expression but like, if you're gonna usually artists make a, it's like a, a statement. So what you wear and how you dress and what you eat is all statements. Like, then just be prepared to either admit that you don't know or and be and humble yourself to, to, oh, I didn't know, like you said, or like I know I, I do this in honor of blah blah blah. If that's what it is, and it it comes from a genuine place then it's up to that conversation. I guess what's more important is not the answer, but the conversation that you have with that person. Because if mm-hmm. they're if they're going to ask you one-on-one about why are you wearing that and you're going to tell them why you think like, okay, now we're having a conversation. Like, And I think that's what's missing from those TikToks. There's not really a conversation about what it what's really happening. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so now... I guess we could, I guess, do you have, do you want to play the game now or do you want me to ask? Let's, questions let's do questions that? so I can be sure okay. that I can play this game. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay. And so I do I, have a question, but I think, go, I'll wait. I'll hold. Yeah. I think you answered this already. Cause I was like, what's the difference between appreciation versus appropriation. And I think, I think Jade already asked that question. Um, 
And so what I understand it is, well, what you said right now, like if you can explain yourself and then accept how that person who was of that culture uh, honor their feelings about it, you know, and have that conversation, then then every time you go out, make sure that you <laughs> you are on point. Um, so um, could you appropriate your own culture? Yes, you could. Like, oh. say, I'm, I'm Filipino and I'm like, I'm going to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but wear the outfit. I don't know. Like the, 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 the dress and stuff that they yeah, have. Like, the, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, so, they, they have so, some out right now. That's like traditional, like, but like modern Filipino garb. So I guess like it is possible, but there's, there's a reason why. Or like, there's only, there's a specific situation, I guess. It's like, is this is this what you're wearing or like what you're doing? Is it something that's derived in tradition in the mm-hmm. sense that it could only be used during sacred or traditional, right. like, you know, like these, like these, like very enclosed gaps of time yes. that you cannot like that. You have to wear this only during this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I, like, you know, it's like, for example, like in like Indian culture, like, you know, they have like the like when they get married, you know, they have like they have there's one specific like, you know, like thing that they have to wear. Yeah. Like, and it's like if I wear that every day, it's like that's not the like even in like like an Indian person would be like, are you getting married? Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. And so it's like it's very it's very difficult. Like you know, it's like it has to be derived from like how how sacred, how traditional. Like what what part of it is, is it? What part of it is it? Like, um, my my last question would be: Is it cultural appropriation if you're cultural adjacent? So like. Say, for example, I grew up in the 80s in Highland Park. Um, I was in a chola, but I love wearing winged eyeliner. You know what I mean? And hoops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is it cultural appropriation if you're adjacent, like you're in there, you're in the culture? Do you understand the history of it? Mm. If you understand it goes the history back of to, it, it goes back to that, yeah. It goes back to that. It's like, do you understand of like why? it is that people wear this or like had yeah. that specific like, that. You know, trend yeah got it okay that was very clear okay good that's well, all okay have. but i'm curious so okay so is the way they wear is are the hoops and the winged eyeliner specifically just to like the culture that you were talking about g or I mean, is there a reason? Well, it was, it's, well, to my understanding, and maybe I would be wrong, but it's, it's all about like the, it's all about like anti establishment and kind of like rebellion mm-hmm. against what was popular then and, and mm-hmm. carving out their own style. And I mean, it, it, it connects to also like, you know, lowriders and zoot suit, like, like mm-hmm. that whole era, like it, it, they had their own fashion, the eyebrows, the hair, everything was all different. And, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I do appreciate that answer about, you know, looking at the painting and appreciating its beauty, but not taking that painting and, you know, taking it for yourself. My big question, and this is really me and my daughter always have this conversation because they're biracial, biracial because mm-hmm. they're Mexican and they're they're Asian. Mm-hmm. And my daughter looks more Chinese. Mm-hmm. And she understands that my, and my son looks more Latin. 
And she understands that, you know, she cannot because she's perceived as Asian, that mm-hmm. she cannot wear certain things or not. Not and she would she would never. But, you know, she always feels like she's very respectful of I can't wear certain things or I can't because when people see me, they see this Asian girl trying to be Latin. Mm-hmm. And but she's very proud of both her, you know, her ethnicities, you know, her Mm -hmm. race. But how does someone like her navigate that? Like she's very respectful. She would never do it. But is it Mm -hmm. can she never like embrace that Latin part of her culture or because she looks Asian? I don't know. I it's we talk about it often. In in my opinion, I don't think so. I don't think that because there's something that's even if she doesn't she doesn't look like it she is a part of this culture okay because because we have to recognize that it's like due to the effects of colonization and like you know colonialism it's like a lot of us have we basically were forced to like you know like to basically combine you know like we became right. like and to I assimilate it, assimilate assimilate we had to assimilate you know and so it's like transcultural people like there's trans culture like you know where it's like you're more than one culture and that's that's okay there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that because it's like if someone were to like let's say right if she were to like try to like wear like a certain thing it's like you can make the arguments like i'm latin i'm latin american like you yeah. know like i am latin american like there yeah. is no you can't take that away from me you know it's like yeah. i am i know the things i know my everything yes i know everything and it's like i it's like and so that that it i guess that derives on personal choice because it's in my opinion it's like there's something i don't think there's anything wrong with it okay it, and so it's like a lot of people navigate that because it's like the first thing that people notice about us when we like, you know, is we, they look at our faces. Yes. They look at how we look like and based right off on how you look, that's how they will make the judgment of what are you doing? Yes. Or someone will come up to you and tell you, hey, what are you doing is wrong. But I will also make the, make the counter argument, like historically speaking, um, you know, like, for example, like you had like during in the U.S. during the Chinese Exclusion Act. You had lots of um, Chinese immigrants going towards going south to Mexico first in oh, order yeah. to in order to migrate up, but sometimes that wouldn't work, and so they were forced to stay go back, and it's like they didn't have the money to go back, so they stayed in Mexico, mm-hmm. which is now there's a subpopulation all over Mexico of like Chinese Mexicans, as in like they are one hundred percent Chinese, but mm-hmm. everything about them is Mexican because it's like they lived they've been in mexico for more than 200 years or like 150 wow. years at this point mm-hmm. and they adopted everything because it's like what can you really do about it like you know you're there already you know it's like you can't go like historically speaking they couldn't do anything about it they didn't have the money to go back that's the way it was it's the same reason with like um like al pastor like you know like those tacos like those revived from lebanese like you know from lebanese like um oh. tradition that that started because lebanese immigrants moved to mexico and like you know like interesting people thought what they were doing was like you know with like the like the shawarma styles like you know mm-hmm. and so and so it's like this thing where it's like you it's tough it is very tough but we in and of itself we are a very like we're we're very like you know we're very globalized you know we have these things and it's like just because i look a certain way doesn't mean that i'm like you know i'm i can be like more than one thing i can be mixed in this aspect yes. and this aspect and so it's something that like you well I can't speak for her because I'm yes, not, I'm not, yeah. yeah, but it's something that I guess you would have to look at yourself and be, be like, you know, 
what are my intentions behind it? But also, mm-hmm. I also have to remember that it's like I am a part of this culture. Yes, she's Even proud of her culture. She's proud, you know, exactly to be, to be Mexican and Asian, you know, and and so yeah, I will tell her that I appreciate that because, but and she knows, you know, if someone comes at her, she's like, I'm Mexican, you know, she's like, I'm also Mexican, so don't come at me, you know, telling you know. Um, or people just think she's one, she's one thing because of the way she looks. So yes. that's very interesting. No, I appreciate that. But I think it goes, I wanted to add, like, it goes back to being able to uh, have that conversation. So if you say, you know, I'm both and I, you know, know my cultures, I think be ready to have a conversation about it when somebody asks you. Yes. Like, so if you're mm-hmm. going to wear, um, cause you know, I mean, people will call you out. I mean, Mexico is, is, is very diverse. Like, it's mm-hmm. a, like people was, if you're from Mexico, they're like, what, what part? Right. It's yeah. Like, part. <laughs> and it's like, because there's so many different, you know, dial, what dialects and languages and, and, and like, like, like you were saying, like certain areas you could tell, Oh, you're from this place because of the way they serve their, they, they have mm-hmm. their delicacies and the way their their patterns of, of um with their um their garb and stuff like that. So I think like, yeah, she can wear whatever she wants. Like as long as she's she's she knows like, oh, OK, I, I can have a conversation yeah. um about it. And that's why she yeah. won't, because she does understand. She that, have- yeah, she well, she understands that that's not the reason she would have no reason to wear certain things, you know, but she does love. But like, I her- but know that she doesn't have like she can't wear it that's i guess that's the question that you're asking like mm-hmm. did she can she wear it and the answer is yeah but i think if, if you're ready if you have the, the knowledge behind it you should be able to say like yeah i'm mexican from this part this is the reason why i'm wearing it yeah. like this blah 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 yeah, yeah because i think that's a part that's a, a great opportunity to school people too mm-hmm. and that's the yeah. whole part of this why no because no one's schooled about it no we yeah. don't want to have conversations that are uncomfortable Definitely. And yeah, like, it's like, even in our own, like, cultures, you know, it's like me and my fiance, we're both Zapotec, but like, we Mm. constantly come across different aspects that it's like, oh, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. Or she doesn't do that. Like, you know, it's like, it's like in my, like, my, my, like my specific, like, type of Zapotec, they migrated, you know, out of like where they were from. Mm. And they like went to a place where there was pork. And so we eat a lot, we eat pork Mm. and they don't have pork over there. They don't, they don't eat pork. They don't, they're like, I, I went over there and she's like, yeah, you're not going to see one. You're not going to see a pig here. It's just not. But where I go, like, they're there. Like, they're, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so exactly. it's like, and so, it, and so you have to remember, it's like, even when people, it's like, when I, it's like, I can speak for my people because I'm not, I'm not my people. I'm me. I ha- I can speak mm-hmm. for my own experience. Specifically, like, experience. You know, exactly. For my own experience. And so it's like, I guess like, she also has to come with that knowledge that it's like, if someone were to call her out specifically on it, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, what part of Mexico are you? Like, you know, like you can challenge it back a little bit. You can bring it back to it's like, it's like, well, this is specifically from like this part, this region of blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, well, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. It's like, then the conversation would die there. Yeah. Because it's like, and if, you know, yeah. And if there's anything to know about my daughter, she loves, she will bring that, the arguments and the points. So she's, she's pretty, she doesn't speak on things that she has no idea. So she's going to be fine, but I'm going to let her know. But yeah, I don't think there should be any limits. Yeah. I don't think there should be any limits of like what she can and cannot wear. Definitely. Yeah. Any other questions? That's all mine. Yeah, that was the two that you hit both of them with your slides. And then I was able to get those in. But thank you for for that, because 
that was a big one for me, but now I know. Now I know. Perfect. Perfect. All right. And so now. So well, now you I, know. Let's see if you pass the test. Oh, no. No, test. no. If you know anything about me, I don't do. Well no, we're tests. having. We're, I didn't make up the test. He did. I told him I don't want to know anything about the test. So I, I didn't make can... it. I didn't. I didn't make it too hard because I was like, I don't want to. You know, I was like, so I know we that can explain can... it. Then we learn something about it. And if we, of course, if holes in it, then it's another learning opportunity. So, of course. Of course. So, um, I have styled it in two di- in different ways, right? So okay. The first one is like I'm going to ask you a question before I show you the slide. Okay. I'm going to ask. I'm going to pose you a question. So okay. it is, it is a Saturday. It is no, it is Saturday morning, and you decide I am going to go to the farmers market. I'm okay. going to wear my my clothes, what I normally wear. And I want to wear a layering piece on my head. I want to wear something, in, like I want to wear a hat. But I don't want to just wear any hat. I want to wear any one of these. <laughs> now, no. now, now I'm going to tell you right now, one of these is correct. One of these oh. is fine. One of these is okay. And the rest of them are not. Okay, got it. Which one do you think is the one that's okay? So, so can you can you describe it for the people? Yeah, that can for see the people yeah. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So on the I'm gonna start from the right to the left. So on the yeah. right, you have a traditional Chinese working, like you know, a working a working hat. You know, a straw like hat a that straw they hat. used to wear. Mm-hmm. A straw mm-hmm. hat. On the next one, you have a fez. Mm-hmm. On the next one, you have a um. What is it called again? I don't remember that. You see? Oh my god, I blank on this. I know what is it called? I don't even know. I've never heard of the name. I've seen I know what it is, but I don't know the name. We can skip it because it's like a head co- it's a, a red and white head cover with like a black like with a black. Yes. Yeah. The next like one rope. is like a rope, yes. It's the next one is a sombrero. Mm-hmm. And the next one is a hajib? now this one a hajib, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Wh- which one of these is <laughs> the which one of these would you be able to wear? I'm going to say the hajib. I'm going to say, say none. I was going to say none, but then you but said one. Of one. So I, I want to say the one next to the straw hat. What did you call that? It's like it has like a little tassel. Oh, the fez? Yeah, fez. <laughs> the fez. So the, the correct, the correct answer, I'm going to say the correct, like in parentheses, because, you know, is yeah. the, the hijab. Okay, that was my because, first thing, but I was like, nah, maybe not. And the reason why this is this is a little bit more like it's pos- it's more plausible for you to wear it is because this is technically it is a cultural thing that derived from like you know like like Middle Eastern countries, you know, having like you know like to cover up like mm-hmm. you know. But recently, in feminist and feminist movements, a yeah. lot of feminists have you know realized that it's like youth. But the thing is that you can wear this while also acknowledging where it comes from. And the reason why you're doing it, mm-hmm. if it's because, and the only answer can in theory be because I do not want, you know, as like as a feminist, you know, like I don't want you know men to like you know, whatever it might be, you know, yeah. whatever your your reason might be, but that's the only one that's okay. Interesting. Now, yeah. next, this one is a either or again. One of these two is okay. Can you tell me which one is okay and which one is not okay? So on the left, we have a man wearing a traditionally, you know, like, let's say like a Wayabera style uh, mm-hmm, outfit. Mm-hmm. And on the right, you have a uh, a wedding taking place on the beach where people are wearing 
you know, like, like, you know, like, same thing like Guayabera styles or like, you know, like, more like yes. traditional garbs in a wedding. Yeah. Which one of these two is okay? I, I want to say neither. Okay. I want to say the wedding because it's like, a, it's like a, I want to say that that because it's like a formal, a formal wear. Mm-hmm. What? Um, Jade, why would you, why did you say neither? Well, because, okay, so what, gee, what's the, um, you know, uh, in the Filipino court culture, like, what's the, what's the shirt called that's like, the, it's the white shirt that's like, Barong. The, Barong. yeah, like, they wear that for the formal, and, and that sort of reminds me of it, the wedding kind of a, looks like something formal that a culture would wear to, to a wedding, um, and that's why I say neither, because they both kind of look like something that, you know, is a formal thing that is used in someone's culture for an event. Okay. And that's so, why I said the right, because they're, they're in a formal event, so it's okay for them to wear it. Yes. So this one is, uh, is a toss-up. Because mm-hmm. in the the one on the left, right, the man, it's depending on the culture that you choose to wear right there are certain clothes that are used for everyday wear and there are certain clothes that are used for traditional wear yeah there's work there's clothes that you use for work that you wear because you know whatever it might be because of work and there's ones that you wear for formal occasions if this is one also where are you wearing it also that's also another thing it's like where are you wearing this to if you are wearing this to your day-to-day thing you need to be ready to have that conversation yeah you need to be ready to know where it comes from if you get invited somewhere and the person tells you wear this. It might be a little bit more. Okay. Okay. It might be a little bit more. Okay. If someone gives you a blessing to wear it, you're just like, it's fine. You'll be fine. Like it's appropriate to wear it in that. Like it's appropriate Context. to wear it. Yes. Yeah. And then these right here, depend, the one on the wedding, it's like, it depends on who the person is. Mm-hmm. What's the person wearing? Does this theme? Well, this, I'm going to say theme, but it's like this wedding would be okay depending if it's like a traditional person like from the culture that this is the type of wedding that they would normally have mm-hmm. it's fine but if this is a, a you know an anglo person having this wedding then it's 100 not okay yeah it's, and that's why that i is, said no because you look i wasn't sure about the the what ethnicity they were but it didn't was, look, yeah yeah it's hard to say it's hard and to i was right? and i was saying they're brown to me so that's mm, why I was interesting like, yeah they look brown to me because they look like my nieces and nephews <laughs> <laughs> they're all now, shades of brown <laughs> exactly so it's like it, it, it's a toss-up yeah it depends on who's throwing this party or who's throwing this wedding because it's like if it's traditional and it's everything then it's fine but if it's like oh my theme is this it's like no it's not a yeah. theme it's mm-hmm. tradition and that's now, good. that would be weird <laughs> but you know what it happens though yes, yes people happens. get if people get married in hawaii they were like i'm gonna wear a aloha shirt you know Exactly. So and and they're like they're white or whatever, or you know they're not from Hawaii or you know, it's a very uh it's a very like you said it's a nuanced thing. It's very uh, a blurred line thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So now next one, you are at home, and you want you decide that you are going to make dinner. Mm-hmm. You say I am going to make Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Is that in of itself cultural appropriation? I'm going to make Chinese. Mm. 
I want to make Chinese food. I don't want to get Chinese food, but I want to make make it. it. I'm just going to go with my gut. I'm going to say no. If you're at home and you're not putting it on TikTok and you're not saying you create anything, I think in the privacy of your own home, I, I just think you're in, you know, I say no. Okay. I mean, if you're Chinese, you wouldn't be calling it Chinese food. <laughs> oh, but some people do point. that too. If they're, it, what, some people point. like that distance themselves from the culture. They're like, I'm going to eat. Good Chinese point. Food. But I'm, I know that yeah, that's probably not what you're asking, Evidis, though, but like just in general, I guess. Right? In general, yeah. If you're not exactly. Chinese, you wouldn't say that. Uh, God, I don't know. That's a hard one. They well, if I'm gonna order Chinese food, or I'm gonna make it because in this house I don't make anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, in of itself, it is not. It is not cultural appropriation because okay. once again, because we are such a globalized um, world, mm-hmm. we have been exposed to so many things, and sometimes I don't have the money to go and make, mm-hmm. go and buy it myself. Some of them might be easier for me to make it you know at home mm-hmm. and you have to also follow a certain recipe now here's the thing it's like Ooh. what recipe did you use to make it mm. yeah did you did you go on the food network and find you know like i don't know like let's say jamie oliver's version of it you know <laughs> oh yeah did you do that and it's like that's also it's like no but if you found a like like let's say somebody of the culture telling you okay t- like a video right i'm gonna show you how to make traditional lao mein you know yeah and you follow yeah. it there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with it innately because you know what it is good to have different like you know diverse food it's like you know it's, it's one of the quote-unquote positive things that we like got left behind through the yeah. globalization mm-hmm. we were we got exposed to such amazing That's a positive cuisine. yeah and so it's like depending on what you do with it and how you approach it it's like you know so okay. so yes it's like innately no but also watch the recipe you follow and the last one i decided that i'm going to learn new languages okay i learned how to speak mandarin french spanish you know um cantonese you know filipino i don't know well i don't know what the is, is it just Filipino or is it's it Tagalog? It's Tagalog. Tagalog. Yeah. Different dialects, but yeah, Tagalog is the, the major one. Yeah, I decided to learn everything. Well, mm-hmm. as much as possibly could right now. I am fluent in it. I just, And I became fluent in these languages, let's say, okay. or near fluent. I go to a, I go to an Indian place. And I decide I want to order the food in India. Okay. Now. This Indian restaurant is in New York City. Okay. Is that cultural appropriation? I say yes. Because Mm -hmm. you're in New York and they speak English. I mean, it's not like you're in India and you're ordering it from possibly someone who doesn't speak English. Um, So I say yes. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, what? that was a hard one. Gee, <laughs> um, you're turning into Jay. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm no, that's on like I'm thinking about like my husband going and ordering things. He tries to order things in Spanish, but um and then he ends up saying, What did they say? 
Is that algo más? Do you want anything else? Um, <laughs> is it appropriation? Oh, okay. okay, I'll go with Jade because it, it kind of sounds like, yeah, if you don't have to, you shouldn't need to. But then sometimes people like when they you speak their, their language as well. If it's coming, but it's from, in New York, right? So yeah, I mean, but they have, New York is very diverse, so true. it's like LA. Like you could you could walk around in LA and not learn English and still get around. Um, yes. Gosh, so this, I hate that you have hard stuff. <laughs> but um, I know this, just to play the game, I should say an answer, just not cop out. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jade. Then I'm gonna say it is, but okay. So it, in of itself. Yes, it is. Because of the fact that you are in a place where you speak a dominant language, right? Which the dominant language, let's say, you know, which happens to yeah. be English. English. Yeah. We revolve our lives around speaking English. Yes. Now, now, me, myself, I am not a member of, you know, of that culture. If I was a member of that culture and I walked in there and I started talking, they would oh. be able to quickly pick it up and be like, oh, you are one of us. Yes. You are not a person that is like that. You are not that person. So while in theory it's not it'll be looked it's more looked down upon, you could, but you will be you can be called out for being culturally appropriating language. Mm -hmm. Now, if this were to happen in India, is a cultural appropriation? No. I I'm gonna say no just off of yeah my gut feeling yeah i would agree too that's correct because you you learn this language for the reason that it's like i will go one day and i will speak to the people yeah now, now over there people might try speaking to you in english and then that's when you can tell them i want to try my best to like you know yeah and it's like but once they stop you and say you are butchering this language please do not speak this language <laughs> because talking. you are <laughs> like you physically talking is hurting me it's hurting my ears yeah. Then, then that's when you have to like. If someone tells you, "Can you please stop?" Then you should probably stop. Yes. Okay. It depends up until a certain point because certain people will be okay with it. Some people are like, "Ah, you know it. Like that's very good. Good. Mm -hmm. Like that's good. You know." But some people might be like, "Hey, don't do that because yeah, you're not doing a very good job at it, and I don't want to hear that." It's like it's like the same thing. Like if you're a fast food worker, right? And like the dad has the kid order the food. And like yeah. the kids, like I, 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 like you know, it's like very like stuttery, mm -hmm. very like that. It's like, like don't get me wrong, like I think it's adorable to have the kid order, but it's like I'm also making minimum wage. <laughs> yeah. I'm also, I'm also make. I don't want to. As messed up as it sounds, like I do not want to hear your kid ordering, taking ten <laughs> minutes to order. It's like I really don't. I yeah. really, really don't. <laughs> Unless of course it's because the dad doesn't speak the language and the kid is the only one that can order, and that's the yes. only situation where I'm like, okay, fine. But sure. if I know that the dad speaks it, yeah, and just tells the kid, it's like, no, please, sir, just have, can you order it for the kid? And just let's get it, like, you know, let's just get this over <laughs> transaction over with <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> and so, yeah, like, um, hopefully uh, today has been, like, you know, a good little mini lesson on, like, yeah, it has. It uh, really yeah. has. I really appreciate that because I don't know who, I, you know, like, I'm glad I was able to ask you who are knowledge in that in this you know to tell me yes so i appreciate that of course my pleasure
It was my pleasure. Okay. So I better I better cancel my my braid appointment then. No, I'm not. not. <laughs> um, call to action. Okay. Call to action. What do you think of our conversation about cultural appropriation? Let us know on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, or leave a message. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate us so we can receive more visibility and grow our audience. We would love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message on the Anchor app. You can also leave a comment on our social media pages like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for The Coconut Connection. Our handles are in the show's notes. Or you can email us at coconutconnection2 at gmail.com. All right. Well, thank you, Evadisa, for for having this conversation with us. And I think what I got from it was I think we have to have these conversations, even though some of it is kind of uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. um, you don't think about these things. But just because you don't think about them, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't uh, consider these uh, consider be more aware and more sensitive to other people. And um, if I think if you're willing to have that conversation, um, and come to some understanding, or maybe not, maybe you could still walk away and still not agree with that person. But I think to not shy away from having that conversation, a respectful no, conversation, I think is important. Definitely. No, it's... Sorry, go oh, ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I. What please. did you get from this, Jade? What did you get? You know, I some clarity, hopefully. No, no, it, it. It was because like, I think that I was really holding on to my beliefs about not beliefs, but you know, if I, but I was respecting, you know, I think in my head, I was like, I'm, but I'm respecting them. You know, I, I feel it's beautiful. Like I'm not, you know, but he made me realize that it is like, it's, it's, I just shouldn't, I shouldn't do it. Like as much as I love it, as much as like you said, like he said, he wishes he'd be taller or I wish, you know, maybe I mean, I'm you never going to be blonde, but you, you, know, I'm you never did not explain be, yourself, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm never going to be European, right? I'm never going to have European standard of whatever. So, and, and I'm not going to be black or I'm not going to be, you know, so I should just appreciate it for its beauty, you know, and stay in my lane and I can be respectful. I'm being respectful by doing that. So I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the takeaway should always be that innately in of itself, if you have an understanding and respect of the culture that you are, you know, appreciating, then it should be fine. But you also have to be prepared to have a dialogue and to be able to speak for yourself on it. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully you have somebody like Evaristo that you like that will tell you straight and then that you can actually open your your heart up to that. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think people don't want to have these conversations because it's like accusing them of something that they're not willing to have a conversation about. But I think it's important when we're in an age of like uh, where it's like I, you know, in the era, I'm going to use the, the, the kids name, in an era where you're just like, I believe what I believe and that's it. And like, you know, like I, I I'm not going to change my beliefs on certain, certain areas in America, at least are like that. And it's scary that they're just are very, I want to say ignorant. I know that's used overused, but they were just ignorant, like, like either self-righteous or ignorant 
And um, I, it, these are part of like, I'm glad you brought up like the structures of, of system, uh, systemic racism. Um, you know, it started with, you know, separating people and, and telling them that they couldn't do this and they couldn't be themselves. And it's, it's all a mismatch and that's why we're here. Like, and I think that's a good place to start because that was one of my questions. Like, well, so what do I do with all this info? So I'm glad you, you mentioned like, well, just really stop and think and have and be intentional about um, what you're doing and saying to people. Yes, definitely. So um, I don't mean to. Yeah, I'm know, like, we're to... going to say goodbye for like 30 seconds because <laughs> because YouTube <laughs> is like on a delay. So we'll just wave. <laughs> Just wave until I can see us waving on YouTube. It'll be like awkward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.